live from that classic attraction, Space Mountain. It's Fish Shang Wu. And when you're not licking, massaging, or shoving stuff in your budget, you should be listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. All right, stop jerking your budget around and listen to Magic Our Way podcast with Eli, Danny, Lee, and of course, my manager, Kevin. And if you want to hear me on a new podcast, I'm on a WDW Navigators podcast. But I'll always be calling in to the Magic Airway because they're the best. Did I take all two minutes, Jerry from Mouse Skanks? Did you like this one, Eli? Another thrilling attraction, and I haven't managed to drop my phone yet. All right, my budget is really hurting me right now, so I'm gonna say Jumbo, everyone, Harambe. The ride's actually over. Fish Sean Wu out. Mouse skanks. Suck it. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast. podcast. Well, hello out there, MOW fans, MOW tribe members. This is your boy Eli taking over for Kevin while he goes and makes some musical magic out there in the world today. You wish for it, now you got it. <laughs> How you doing out there? Eli, is that you? That is me, sir. How you doing? Oh my God, it's the fish man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't the surprises never stop around here tonight. <laughs> well, on your first night of hosting, I figured that we had to have the man responsible for it all on the line. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this is like, this is like deja vu. You know, more like deja vu. <laughs> you know? I'm with that. Hear him on the recording, taking care of the budget. Hope the budget was all right. Remember, it's all about hitting all the spots with your budget. <laughs> Look, All right. Why are you having Danny send you to go get beer out of the fridge, man? Come on, you're in the host chair tonight, man, boy. This is this this the team member thing. Now, of course, now of course, now we got to introduce everybody else that's around here. Kevin, we we doing this in the spirit of you and for the tribe members out there. So we got running the helm. Over here, all the musical equipment and all the sound equipment, because I could not multitask like that. But my man Danny over here. Hey, what's going on, everybody? All right. You know, of course, the fastest travel agent on two legs. Running around, Mr. Lee Lastavica on the mic. Say hello, Lee. Hello, hello. How's it going? <laughs> there it is. That's the party that won't stop. <laughs> And don't forget your special guest. Well, of course, Mr. Woo Woo is out there. <laughs> Chief Woo Woo of the Navigator Nation, the tribe. How many tribes are you in right now, man? He's multi-tribal. Multi-tribal? Yes. I'm Always. telling you. Polytribal. I'm t- <laughs> Polytribal. 
<laughs> I tell you what, man, you, you like wearing some serious feathers out there, man. You, you know, watch out. So I'm glad you to hear that you how lie. many wives I have. <laughs> <laughs> you got a harem? All right. Well, you know, hey, look, as long as they're princesses, then, you know, that's that's OK. It's all in the heart. Right. Hey, I Pocahontas. I'm right in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> Be brave, my friend. Be brave. <laughs> All right, so today in the queue, we have uh, some big news story dropping down here. We have something about the Osborne family spectacle of dancing lights may be in jeopardy. From what I understand here, this might be... No, uh, definitely in jeopardy. It's, it's definitely closing. in jeopardy. <laughs> I was trying to be like somewhat optimistic. Oh, you well, know. you know what? There is a possibility they could be moving it, but they have not said that they are. Right. Uh, according to a few articles that are out there, um, it looks like this could be the final appearance of the lights. So, uh, guys, you have any throw-ins, any suggestions? Are you guys going to cry? Is this like a monumental moment where, you know, you... I've seen it, like, maybe three times that we've gone there right around December, and I've checked it out, and it's pretty cool. But I, got, I imagine that's kind of... That's got to be something a little bit more um, pertinent to the locals. Sean? Oh, they're moving them to my house. Fish Sean Woo <laughs> lights. Fish Sean Woo Woo lights. I'll need a bigger wire into the house, though. <laughs> we could all use a bigger wire, but um, we're going to need magic bands when we uh, come by your house in order to see the lights. That's a lot of voltage, uh, buddy. Not, not you guys. You guys are VIPs. All the time. That, that, that man's smooth, well, huh? Well, except for Kevin, of course. <laughs> well, you know, hey, his managing skills could use a little, little help, but uh, he's a good host. So in anyway. the newspaper here in Orlando, they had a uh, headline today. Attractions can close in Hollywood studios without anybody batting an eye, but if you lose a few little twinkling lights, people start to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can I tell you, when I go up there this, this coming November, I am going to make sure to sit through Muppets like three times just in case. That's a good point. Because it's right next door to where the lights are, correct? That, that whole um, New York backstreet area? Yeah, I think that's the closest attraction. Oh, my God. The, uh, the uh, stunt spectacular. See, yeah, the, the lights, motors, action show and stuff. That's by that. You see, that's when I lose my mind is if they go near Muppets. Like, I, I'm with you. I, I like the, the Osborne spectacle of Dancing Lights. I'm not... It's not going to break my heart if it, if it goes away forever. I would hope that they would move it to downtown Disney or do something like... get give people a reason to go down there or something but uh and you never know you never know what they're going to do if they're putting star wars back there maybe like that crappy star wars holiday special they'll celebrate life day with a star wars <laughs> themed uh christmas show it's possible I take mean, all the lights and use it as a runway you know for the <laughs> x-fighters to land or something right that, there. that last christmas show was such a hit <laughs> <laughs> lee did you ever catch the lights did you like them yeah, well, luckily I, I did catch them once, so I'm I'm looking forward to catching them again when we go in November. Um, so it was good timing, I guess, on my part to be able to see them one more time. But I tell you what, I was, I was reading a little bit more on this article. It says that this has actually been there now for 20 years, you know, exactly 20 years after bringing it to WDW, that 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 they're bringing it down. So, I mean, God, yeah, you hate to see it go, but 20 years. It's a pretty good run. So pretty much the lease was up, and they say get out. That's pretty <laughs> much how it went. That's that's what it sounds like to me, which is cold. I mean, I think that's totally cold to do that, you know, but 
Hey, so I don't Lee, did you find the black but cat? But I think Danny's got a good point. I mean, we can. Uh, no, I never knew. I didn't even know about any of that stuff. I just saw the lights, and then when I started researching it, I found all these little hidden gems that you could find. So mm -hmm. uh, maybe I'll hopefully find it this year. Yeah, I saw it the uh, the, the last time we went there. By then, I had heard about the the the. It was the purple cat, the black cat, whatever it was. I finally found it. Um, but that that was kind of cool. And they move it every night. Wait, now that I did not know. I thought they moved it every year. They move every night? Wow. They move it every night. Yeah, we went two nights in a row last year. Or Yeah, last year, and it, it was in two different spots. And then we talked to a cast member, and he said they move oh, it cool. every night. Cool. Okay, so next up in the queue, we have the Jungle Book trailer. Now, it's only like about a minute 30. Anything jump out at you? Anything that you're like, hey, think I might see this. Yeah, King Louis freaking huge, huh? <laughs> yeah, he is. yeah, he is. Yeah. Did y'all see that? Yes. Yes. They, those... I mean, bottom line for me is I, I really was not interested at all in seeing the remake of Jungle Book when I heard about it. But after seeing the trailer, I'm, I would definitely be seeing this in the theater. It looks really, I mean, the trailer has got me hooked right now. Really? I'll, yeah, I like it, man. I really do. Really? Of I like Maleficent too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have any points with Danny, but yeah, I, mean, I think it, I think it looks good. I think it looks well made. It looks very uh, action oriented. I, I I'll, I'll give it yeah. that. Um, that kid must be in some awesome shape by the time that movie's over. Oh, he's like running, jumping off cliffs, and like dodging fire. I mean, it's a visual spectacle. That's what, that's all I was gonna say. I mean, visually, it just it looks amazing. It does, but. <sighs> I don't know if it did anything in order to make me want to see it. The kid never talked. Well, really, yeah. yeah. Actually, like, I wanted to see a little bit more of the animals talking. Like, you got a lot uh, of CGI of the animals, and it's like, yeah, well, the CGI is animals being animals. Let's see animals talking. Like, you know, I think the only one you saw talk was a snake. Yeah, kind of. Right, right. Yeah, that was kind of tough to see because it was all dark. Like, well, yeah, and I don't know. I didn't. I, I wasn't a big fan. Like, I like Scarlett Johansson. She's a lot to look at, but uh, as the voice of uh, Ka, I don't know. Well, it ain't much to look at if she's just an animal. That's. <laughs> I, I miss a little like the little swirly eyes when he was like <laughs> hypnotizing Mowgli before that. I, th I thought that went a long way. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know that it did much for me. Like you know, King Louis was my favorite character from the the Jungle Book. Mm. And it certainly didn't do anything to make me want to see King Louis. Do you think you might need, well, I can ask this all you guys. Do you think you might need maybe another, you know, one or two trailers to kind of get, you know, get on the Jungle Book train? No. I think I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'll catch it if it ever comes on a cable where Lee tells me I absolutely have to go see it and I find out I hate it. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> but other than that, I don't think I'm going to pay my money to go see this. Okay, Lee? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I think you've seen the action on this trailer, and then if you notice at the end of the trailer, then he's with Baloo floating down the river. That's more like the buddy part of it. So I bet you the next trailer you see is going to be more like showing that side of the story. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm still going to see it. I don't care. There you go. <laughs> All right. I give it another. Yeah, I, I might need like uh, another couple trailers to kind of get me on board. But it, like I said, again, visually looked awesome, and like that kid must be in some – 
you must do like some CrossFit training or something because that, that kid was running. Well, they stuck with the red diaper. I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> Mowgli still had his red diaper on. I so. Yeah, I don't know if you flying over a lava pit, if a red diaper is the uh, <laughs> item you want to have. That's you just, know, you know. Cause they, I mean, this whole movie looks like it was shot on a green screen. So, I mean, it's like, it's, I think it's going to be one of those things where, where again, you know, you're going to watch a human actor interacting with stuff that isn't there. And after a while, your eyes are going to adjust to the CG and it's just not going to look quite right. Mm. CG is just not that perfected yet. But, I, hey, who knows? I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. This wasn't anything I had a whole lot of interest in to begin with. Uh, but they still, like I said, the, le- the best thing to me about The Jungle Book was King Louie. I, I love that. And I did well, like the fact that I heard that they were casting Bill Murray as Baloo, but what yeah. I saw did nothing to make me say, oh, yeah, now I'm in. Well, I will say this. I mean, the best part about the original uh, Jungle Book, the Disney, uh, the animated version, was the music and the songs and things like that. So yes. if they can incorporate that in and, and do it well, they might, that might help a little bit too. So you didn't get to see any of that with this trailer. So I'm not sure they're still going to have all that same music and you know, the same songs and things like that. Yeah, when are we going to see the live action tailspin? That's what I want. <laughs> Remember that show? Yeah. <laughs> Rescue Rangers, right? Yeah. <laughs> see some of that. that uh, maybe, now, do you think this would have been better if it would have been like, um, like if they'd have stuck to having like just straight 3D animation? I want to see anamorphic characters. I want to see characters that we're not like, okay. It's it's a tiger. It looks exactly like a tiger looks. It's yeah. like I don't really need to see a photorealistic tiger talking to a human. I, I like the idea that it's kind of anamorphic. Right, but I mean, but like if it was, in other words, it was just straight like you know, three D, like you know, like a Brave or you know, Wreck It Ralph or uh, you know, Incredibles, like that that style, as as opposed to like a human interacting with just a CGI environment. Would that have prompted you? Oh, I see what you mean, like uh, computer animated. Yeah, because it's a computer animated film. Yeah, yeah, maybe no hybrids. Well, then if that's the case, then just re-release the original back to the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I mean if that's if that's all you're gonna do is reanimate it, then just put just put the original back in the theater. Well, not 2D though, not 2D, just you know 3D. Since yeah. they're doing okay. so well with everything. You're with, doing you know, a, a Pixar spin on yes. the original story. Exactly. Okay. We're, we're Pixaring it, Lee. Okay, sure. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> or, I mean, yeah, it I doesn't mean, have maybe. to be if you don't want it to be. <laughs> it's all right. It could be. Uh, it just, But at, at that point, it's like it's basically the same thing. Though. It's better animation, but it's still animation. So. Okay. You, know, you just might as well stick with the original. Well, I mean, but this is animation. True. Except for, the, <laughs> except for Red Diaper Boy. Yeah. You know, so. Red Diaper Boy is, is real, and I'm sure there'll, there'll be some animated shots of him. Oh, but yeah. I mean, he's jumping out of a cavern and at full speed. Like, you know, he looks like he's about, what, nine? Yeah. Right? Can't no kid jump that far out of a door, like, without hitting some steps. I mean, he was flying in half of that. So, you know, some of that has to be CGI. So, you know. And I want to know what performance-enhancing steroids that our right. King Louie is taking. <laughs> oh, yeah, what is like, he doing? Raw, this big head just comes out. Rawr. No kidding. <laughs> what a mean! Like you know, he was the coolest part of that movie. Yeah, but I want to be Louis Prima. Come on, I've, now Christopher Walken's talking him, so maybe there's a there's that's going to be spooky. You, why don't you ask Sean his opinion? You got to ask everybody's opinions. Word, I, Sean, did you see? Yeah, the trailer? you forgot about. I did not. I did not. I didn't know if you saw it. Did you see it? I was just watching it. It ain't no Haunted Mansion, I can tell you that. <laughs> so that, okay, so now both questions posed to you. So that makes it a lot you. better. Do you, okay, so I pose both questions to you, Chief. 
Now, do you think if you need another couple of trailers to kind of get you on board with it, or you're just like, no, I'm good? Uh, yeah, I need a couple more. The visual effects are great. The mm-hmm. guys run around the woods in commando style. I don't know about that yet. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, again, if it was just, you know, straight, um, how would you say, pixelized? What is, what's the term that you use? Pixar. Pixar. That's, that works, you know, dream worked, however you want to put it. Would that be a better effect as opposed to having Red Diaper Boy in real life Mixed with, you know, CGI animals. By the way, Red Diaper Boy's name is Mowgli. I know it's Mowgli. Just, I just okay. like saying Red Diaper Boy. Okay? It's just... Mowgli of the Malakin Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Mowgli. 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 No, I like it the way it is. You like it the need, way it is? I don't need any more Pixar stuff. They oh. might as well just re-release the original. Okay. It's like... The chief has spoken. You say <laughs> That's how it is. You know, when you add that dire of a voice, that's the end of it. That's that, it. What yeah. else can you say after that? I'm quaking in my boots. <laughs> okay, so moving on from trailers to possible movies that may happen that don't have a trailer to it. Um, words out that there is a Mary Poppins reboot that could be coming around the corner. Now, apparently, it's supposed to be taking place 20 years after the classic movie, which we all know and love, right? I mean, who didn't love seeing Julie Andrews fly down off the umbrella and giving little kids medicine and singing about it? P.L. Travers. Well, he (laughs) should be ashamed of himself. She? (laughs) Her, too. (laughs) Uh, So, okay, so now, according to this, article here, right? Uh, Rob Marshall, who directed uh, Pirates, uh, which was the uh, On Stranger Ties. He's done a couple movies that I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence on. Uh, There's really no stars or actors that's really attached to this yet uh, from what I'm hearing. And um, I'm thinking they're going to get Melissa McCarthy because she's in everything. I don't know if she can make it down an umbrella. I just, I'm just saying that umbrella's gonna move oh, really they fast. Get fat Amy to do it. What? They could get Fat Amy to do it. Fat Amy? Oh, the Pitch Perfect. Yeah, she's in Pitch Perfect. You know, there's the fat blonde. Yeah, yeah she's, she's in Rebel the... Wilson. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I never saw that. I saw a uh, painted game with her in it. Okay, yeah, she could be a good Mary Poppins. Kind of a big Mary Poppins. I was gonna say, wait a minute. (laughs) It's twenty years later. She's obviously, you know. I was just joking about the Melissa McCarthy. Suddenly, the 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 criteria to play Mary Poppins is she's got to be a big girl. No, she's just got to be plus size. Got to take that medicine. Why why, why not just do it like Mrs. Doubtfire? She can be transgender. Oh lord. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlyn Jenner in Mary Poppins in (laughs) you. A reboot. <laughs> Up your ass. All right. Just a jar full of sugar. <laughs> Makes the operation go better. 
and we need the Kardashians in it too. Hey, you know what? You never know. We that's, throw out stuff in there, and then it happens. You never. That's, know. How, that's how the universe works. Yeah, you know, like the the, the kids, Jane, Jane, Michael. Like one of them can be struggling with their sexual identity, and <laughs> Mary Poppins helps them figure out figure who they out, are. Yeah, who they are. Get we'll in be. touch with. Yeah. She she takes the medicine and she says the woman inside you will tell the mm-hmm. man what to do. You know. So right. That, that, that could work. That could work, but there's no actors attached to this one yet. No, no, no trailers, anything. But as the thought of this movie being a reboot, anybody excited I, about that? Hell no. I, I, yeah, I'm just imagining it being like the next uh, High School Musical or something. What? I, I, that 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 bad of a movie? That that kind of acting? Oh, you know, I don't think it's. Gonna be, I think they're gonna get some big stars attached to this. I definitely think they will. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of do it like, okay, this is Mary Poppins, but this is not going to be the Walt Disney Mary Poppins with all the music and the fun. And this will be the more truer to the books version of Mary Poppins. Okay. I can see him playing up that angle and it'll still be a mistake because I remember reading those books when I was young and not being particularly impressed by Mary Poppins in any way. It was, it was the movie that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but there might be people who are kind of more on that the, the book kick. So, I mean, go ahead. and If they reboot it and they make it more true to the story, kind of like, you know, like we all like The uh, the Shining. Yeah. But it was nothing like the, like the movie The Shining with Jack Nicholson is way better than the truer to the book version of The Shining that appeared on, like, television. With oh, the, with the dude from Wings. There you go. That guy, uh, you know, the, the the movie version of Jaws is way better than the book version of Jaws ever was. So I mean, I think it's kind of a thing where they caught lightning in the bottle, and now, I mean, for everything for Disney to remake something like I understand them remaking certain things, but something that Walt was directly involved in and had uh, his hands on, I that that does rub me the wrong way a bit. Mm. Guys, what about you out there? The only way uh, I'm watching this show is if Angelia Jolie's playing Mary Poppins. Woo! She's wearing a lot of spandex. Woo-woo. <laughs> woo That's good. That's a budget right there, buddy. That's budget right there. full budget. That is the budget. That's full budget. Mm. Who knows? It might be Beyonce. You never know. Yeah, you know. Oh, be- <laughs> You never know. Oh, man. That, that could be a way to go. Do like a minority... Uh, Mary yeah. Poppins. Well, she can sing and dance, but I mean, she don't need like no Annie. umbrella. Like Wanda Sykes is Mary Poppins. Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Oh hell no, honey. Hell no, baby. Uh-uh. <laughs> you gonna have to eat this sugar. <laughs> you gonna take this, or this booze gonna go somewhere you don't want it to go. <laughs> yeah, that might be that might be cool. Like like the Wiz. Yes. <laughs> of Mary Poppins. The Wiz of Mary Poppins. Yeah. B. Our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, sherry, and we provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot order. All right, so one of our favorite portions of the show is always guest services, where you, the listener, has a chance to come ahead and interact with the MOW Nation. So we have an email here. That reads, hey, guys, just had a chance to listen to the most recent episode. Glad you're able to make it in November. FYI, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy does a pretty cool cover of I Want to Be Like You from the Jungle Book. <laughs> Did they see the trailer? I wonder. Yeah. That's, that's me saying that. Okay. Uh, so check it out. Okay. 
Hope we get a chance to grab a drink after the marathon. It'd be cool to sit down and chat Disney for a while. Are you planning on spending any time at Food and Wine on Sunday? And, okay, this question, and then, oh, pause. No need to worry, Danny. I put nine miles in this week, and the minute slash mile time is going down. (laughs) Heat and humidity don't scare me. I see this race coming, and I'm going to wreck it. (laughs) <laughs> Looking forward to a meetup, guys. Wreck it, Josh. Mm-hmm. Wreck it, Josh. Chiming in. I can hear Lee shaking all the way over there in Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm shaking on the treadmill right now. I'm putting in work. I'm putting in work. All right, man. This guy here, he's, he's, he's nine miles in. And what do you think about that? Nine miles. Yeah. When's the last time you did nine miles, Lee? He Two was watching ago. Eminem in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's one more mile than Eminem did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, we're going to be there for that race, man. Looking uh, forward to and, it. And you've got the MC of the race on the line. You've got – is it is it feeling any more real now, Lee, that it's coming up? Oh, it's real. It's it's really real. <laughs> I had to put in some extra miles this week, man. He better. You know, yeah. I don't know if we announced this on the show or not yet. I don't know if even Fish on Wu knows this, but Mrs. Lastavica has decided not to come to the race. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's all, that means y'all got to be all about business now. That's that Adrian right. moment at the top of the stairs. You can't win. You can't win. You see this guy? You know how strong he is? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I said, hey, baby, I just can't have no distractions. I know you're going to want to be, you know, it's going to be a nice little vacation with just me and you. So I can't have that distraction. So, you know. So you told her to stay home? So you got to stay home. So <laughs> you told, to- you put her focused. on the stairs. <laughs> What'd you say? You can see this guy. You know how fast he is. You can't go. <laughs> Put her on the stairs, she put him on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, that's serious, man. That's 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 serious. Look, um I just I just leave it out there like this is getting real on all kind of levels. I'm feeling more and more confident in my pick every day. Uh well the race ain't showed up yet, my friend. It ain't showed up yet. Now has Fish Sean Moo made a pick in this race? That's my question. Oh yeah, yeah. Josh, Josh, Joshua. Come on, guys. uh, That's what I'm figuring as well. that's why Miss Lee doesn't want to come over. She doesn't want to go home with a loser. <laughs> oh, man. Chief laying down the tribal law right here. Man, I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. I, I would think that that is, a, uh, that is a factor going on in her mind there, that how is she going to, how is she going to be able to look everybody in the eye after, a, after her man goes down like that? But let's say he, he does it. Let's say he wins. I can't, I can't believe that when Lee wins and he crosses that finish line, that nobody will be there to cheer. You'll be there. Well, I, I, You're I, as Adrian. I already know. You're the only one on Team Lee. I'm on Team Lee. <laughs> I'm on. I'm you good. are Team Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I believe be in the Mickey lightning. Bars. Huh? So you better be there with some Mickey bars. <laughs> you better win and get the Mickey bars. Look, man. They... Hey, where's the uh, fi- uh, finish line for this race? Okay, now that's a good question. Mm. Well, uh, a real good question, because I need to have uh, Orange County Medical there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe halfway through the race, I'll probably also need the halfway point. <laughs> Get the defibrillators out. The oxygen. No, absolutely. Okay, it's okay. Now, uh, now, Josh, I believe, actually picked the location of the race. Am I right here? He mentioned something. Isn't there a track somewhere outside of Epcot over at Beach Club or something? Yeah, I thought he said it was either at Beach Club or Old Key West or somewhere Somewhere is, is a track. Oh, so you guys are going to run around. Oh, yeah, there is a track by Beach Club. There Beach you go. Okay, that's where the race is going to take place. Right over there at Beach Club. But, I mean, yeah. Would we have liked to have had the race in Epcot? Yes, but we don't want to get anybody kicked out on their vacation. Then everybody will be racing from the cops that yeah. day. <laughs> and I assure you, I'm the fastest one. I'm the <laughs> <laughs> no, this got a lot of experience. I got a lot of experience. Epcot. This is better because you can run from Epcot to uh, Hollywood Studios and back. That's oh, the track ooh, hmm. ooh, I like that. Hey, and then we have. Lee, are you scared yet? No, <laughs> I'm scared. scared. <laughs> be afraid, the Lee. Line, the finish line is going to be at Beaches and Cream. So I'm set. <laughs> you I, you wouldn't get out of Beaches and Cream. You're like, no, no, no. The hell with this. I'm staying right no, I, here. I know what he's trying to say. All right, That's so. So the finish line, not the starting line, the finish line. <laughs> so you so you want us to stand like right by the finish line with that door whip and Mickey ball, like here it is, man, here it is, Bam. and then like poof, take off. <laughs> He's gonna have a heart attack in the kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go. That's right. If you're gonna go, that's a good way to go. I'm I'm getting shirts printed out. Team Lee, Team Josh. I only need two Team Lee shirts right yeah. now. <laughs> gonna yeah. need a lot of Team Josh shirts. <laughs> you guys, you gotta, you gotta do. This is gonna be big, man. Hundred show, the race to go. I'm all about that. I want to see Lee, Lee's flow. All right. Any any other any other points? No. Is Josh I'd... bringing his wife? Yes, Josh's wife is going <laughs> to be there. Because she wants to go home with a winner. <laughs> <laughs> then he runs for charity the next day, right? Yeah, well, yeah, he's going to be... That night? He's going to be doing it that night. This is all, like, this man is going to be running a lot. Wow. This, this is what he does. He's a Terminator. Terminator. We need to come up with theme songs for each runner. Theme songs from each runner? All right, hold yeah. up. You're going to pick... Oh, boy. I, I think I could do this. Okay. Um, I know. I think I have an idea what you're gonna pull out for Josh. I I, I bet I have an idea. All right, all right, all right I bet I know what it is. <laughs> there you go. How about that for for Josh? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's hard, man. Look, I, you can never you can never walk away from that song. Hey, no easy way out. Uh huh. All right, you you ready for Lee's song? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, he's running. Now he's running backwards. Now he's running forwards again. Now there's 14 women chasing him. <laughs> oh, there we go. Who's next? And uh, speaking of Mr. Josh Robert, uh, thank you, sir. Yeah, we just got Mr. Robert and his family booked for a trip in July. So uh, they're already looking ahead to the future. Like, uh, like any good Disney uh, planner would, they're booked way out, so we're going to get them all that dining and fast passes and all that stuff that they want. So thanks, Josh, for getting uh, booked with You've Got a Friend in Lee Travel. Wait and a minute. What? Uh, yeah. Today, breaking news right here. So, you know, I, I, hopefully, you know, I will not let the outcome of the race influence uh, how I 
treat your vacation anyway. That's, you that's tell me you ought to take because they spent some money. Give me some problems. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. This is collusion at this point in time. Hold up. You can't. No. Nah. Breaking news. Dirt is a foul. Yeah. What is going on here? How are you booking his trip? Hey, it's the money's green. It's all <laughs> Come on, man. Well, your man's taking a dive, Come dude. Come on, man. You, yeah, I'm about to say you about to take a dive in the third round, man. Come on. You got to be like, look, I'll see after I beat you. You got to, come on. <laughs> Killing me here, man. Oh. Yeah. You man. sold out, man. You sold out, that's man. What, that's why this man was at the In-N-Out Burger last night. Because, I mean, he's not training for this race. He's taking a dive. That man paid you off, man. Mm-mm-mm. Is that, what, is, that, is that what I'm understanding right here? Uh, you call it what you want. Uh, you call it. Everyone, everyone has a right to a good vacation. And everybody has their can, price. I can't, deny the man, <laughs> I can't deny the man a good vacation. You can wait until the race is over. Yeah, dude, you sold out. And then you say, and then like after, like the, you're supposed to be combative, right? And then after the race, you say, hey, all right, that was good, blah, 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 whatever happens, happens. And then you form the mutual respect. But you got to... Come on, man. You can't tell us that you're going to sit here and give your best effort against a guy that's paying you. Hey, I conduct myself with integrity. That's all I can tell you. This is not integrity. This is not Liar. integrity. Liar! Liar! <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, this I'm is... I'm sorry, what were you saying, Lee? <laughs> Before we get into the... You liar! Before we get into the, the, the news and everything, I just I just got to ask this. How long has this been incubating? Uh, just this week. He just booked this week. He's been talking to you about this, though? Because you've been mm-hmm. pretty chill. Nope. Just came up this week. I'll show you the record. I got, the, I got everything on record. Oh, I keep record. <laughs> You've got it all on record. You got it all on record, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to see the track record. That's what I wanted to see. Oh, man. So, so... So what you saying? We so just, you, you believe that you can be competitive with a man that's paying your salary? Absolutely. No, that's Disney, ignorant. Disney's paying my salary. That's ignorant. <laughs> I took days off. I don't have, man. I can't do this. I can't. Well, you're the only one on this trip. I'm just saying. I'm like, man. You just lost your last bandwagoner. I think Lee. I think Eli's leaving the Lee train. I'm just like. I'm just. I'm just. I can stay home, man. Save my days off, man. Chief, what do you think? Disappointing. Uh, Extremely disappointing. I say we vote him off the island. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Uh, All right. Well, this lets the wind out of our sails for this trip. Uh, Wow. Which could lead to, I guess, our next topic. Yeah. Which Hmm. is about... Apps that stir up controversy because they use false names, <laughs> bringing out false hoping people. I tell you what, Spend man. Spend their hard earned money and days they don't have on a new job to go out and cheer for people. I put my job on the line, my house on the line. You know, and I'm glad that Josh booked through Lee. Lee's a great travel agent. He's very Top good 20. at what he does. Top 20, I, no question. It's just that. This this raises all kinds of you can't do this before the race. Yeah, it's like uh, 
This is like if Superman went to Lex Luthor for investment advice. Thank you. That's better. I just that's how throw off I am. You're right. I just this would be like if Batman hired the Joker for his son's birthday Joker. party. Yeah, yeah it's I just uh, killing me, man. I the sacrifices. I just you don't know. I just and thing sucks. All right. <laughs> All right, we just go. You want to move on? I yeah, just, let's just move on. I'm gonna try to move on. Yeah, but inside, I'm I'm dragging right now. I, I mean, I did. So you want that Team Lee shirt, XL? XL. I can't. <laughs> this is like when LeBron left Cleveland. <laughs> that's how that. That's that. That's just ah oh, man. Yeah. You yeah. can come back to Cleveland, but I mean, it ain't yeah, the same. Back. You sold out, man. I can't. I, all right, let's let's just move on because I, I I don't know what to say. Is Sean 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 taking a chance here? He up late. His wife mad at him and stuff. You know, trying to hear what's going on. I. What are you talking about? I voted for Joshua. Blast yeah, but you had to hit. You had to hit this. Stupid, foolish, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> You like you voted for? Oh man! No, okay. you know, look, hey, I that, just let me. I need, look, this I is, need a moment. All right. Well, we should probably move on. At I this just point. can't move on right now. I feel. Well, I know you're hurt because you're. I the, feel Cleveland. You know, you're one of the two that believed in Lee. But hey, you know, pride, integrity. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> yeah, for the record, man. All right. All right. Well, look, you know, hey, tomorrow's a new day. And then I probably have to look for a new job after booking this trip. Yeah. For so uh, for all your vacation needs, call Lee Mustafika. <laughs> and uh, what's that number, Lee? <laughs> Hello? Do we lose Lee? Like, I hear barely. Lee, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Well, what, what happened? I thought we lost He's you. Counting his money. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man. Right. Okay. Whatever you want. All right. What's your count the butt? <laughs> so how do they book your services again, Lee? <laughs> we'll get to that at the end. Okay. Alright. Well So I'm um, sure this will all still be on the up and up. And if not, at least we'll have a great vacation. We will have, yeah, because I, I will never get those days back. That's right. right. All right, so that's wrapping up guest services. We want to thank our main chief in charge, Fishaw Wu, for joining in and putting his, uh, putting his word in and some great intros in there. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. I will, and congratulations on the hosting duties, Eli. Hey, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's absolutely true, too. I know. I'm all about you. It yeah. probably is. All about you. So thank you again. And look, you know, hey, you always part of the tribe. No matter where you go, there that, you are. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for giving me my start, Malakin Nation, Magic Our Way. I'm on a WDW Navigators podcast where we have uh, three locals. We have Chris, who's a uh, former cast member. Rob, who's a local here, local to Orlando. Myself, Fish Sean Wu. We have Susan, who's a TA, tits and ass, travel agent. <laughs> and then Keith, Listener X from the uh, Magic Our Way podcast. So give us a listen when you're not listening to Magic Our Way, of course. Yeah, Keith is awesome. Uh, and Susan, uh, does, she, uh, does she take uh, bookings from people she's racing? Uh, highly unlikely. She's highly. a little ethical. Mm-hmm. 
It's gonna have to be battle the travel agents. You all redeem yourself. <laughs> Does Susan want to race Lee? <laughs> <They're saying. laughs> she'll, she'll actually be down here in October and I think in November, so maybe so. Well, maybe maybe we can have like a, a travel agent versus travel agent. Make sure we know this is on the up and up. Yeah, I'm just saying we get this straight. But again, hey, Chief, thanks again, and hey, um, much love to you out there. You know, keep the intros coming, keep the comedy going, and keep the podcast rolling. Thanks for having me on. You always got a listener in, not Lee, in Fish Sean Lee. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy, Sean. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thanks, guys. All, All right, man. All right, guys. Enough of this jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. All right. So out there in uh, the Disney Nation, there seems to be a little speculative um, app action going. It seems that there's an app called uh, the Disc Dining Agent. Uh, this app, the Disc Dining Agent, uh, goes ahead and it makes reservations for some of the more fine dining that you will have at Disney. Disney has a great numerous amount of restaurants, which I've eaten at myself. Uh, Danny, we have all eaten there. I'm sure different areas we can all pick our favorites. Odds are if you listen to the last show we did the draft, I'm sure our favorite restaurants were in there as well. But what this thing does, here's the catch, right? It goes ahead and makes a reservation for you, but it's not in your name. It's almost like a, like a bot or something. It just fills up a bunch of spaces so it can take all these reservations, and then it goes ahead and sells them to other people. So some of the word out on the street is they feel like this is um, a cheat to those who do not want to use this app and feel that they want to wait like 180 days for when this reservation comes up and, you know, sit there on a laptop and be the first to get there the fair way. So I ask you guys out there, do you think this app is uh, cheating the system or do you think this is just a genius way to get some good eats on? Hmm. Man, this is a tough one for me because... Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, you have two perspectives, right? The consumer perspective, and I have the travel agent perspective. You know, for for the normal consumer, this is probably you know you could consider it a good thing. Like, hey, you know, I don't, I'm not going to be able to do these reservations at 180 days, or even though I tried it 180 days, I still couldn't get this reservation. Then here's an option for me. I don't mind paying fifteen dollars to get this reservation. Right. But on my perspective, it's like, well, now those reservations are hard to get already. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now they're twice as hard to get. Yeah. Because you were fighting against before other travel agents and regular real guests. Now you're fighting against travel agents, real guests, and uh, a ticket agency, basically. You're you're going against uh, um, Ticketmaster (laughs) to, to some degree. Um, so you really, yeah, I mean, I hate to, I hate hearing the word f- fair or not fair, you know, oh, that's not fair because, you know, honestly, life is not fair, but I, don't, I can't think of another word to use. It's, it's, it really is unfair for the people that are not, that are just going to do it the old fashioned way. Well, not only just the people that are doing the, the old fashioned way, I mean, look at us. I mean, we booked our trip. Uh, well, we haven't even technically really booked everything 
involved with it, but I mean, we didn't know we were going 180 days in advance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, by the time we knew when we read a book, I mean, any options were off the table. Pretty much. And, yeah. And really, here's the other thing. It's not even guaranteed, even if you're one of those people that wants to be, you know, uh, one of those anonymous bots, if you will. That's just what I'm phrasing it. Uh, it's not guaranteed that you'll, you'll, you'll get it. They'll tell you, you you have the reservation, but it's still not guaranteed that you have it. Well, right, because what they end up doing is either A, they go ahead, you got to present a fake name when you show up at, for your reservation. Which is weird in itself. Yeah. Uh, or B, they go ahead and for a lesser charge, they go ahead and agree to drop the reservation that they have. on. So if they have, be our guest at 7 o'clock at night on a Friday, mm-hmm. they'll be like, okay, we're dropping it now. Go get it. Right. And if you're able to be the first one to snatch it up, then you're good to go. Yeah, but what, is it a bidding war? I mean, it could lead to no. that. No. It's not a bidding war, but uh, I could easily see that becoming a thing. That's what I'm saying. If this isn't caught in check, because, I mean, if Disney lets this go, I mean, okay, you have this one site that's doing it now, and everyone's kind of shocked. But if they don't do anything about this, there are going to be a lot of other people who are like, well, if they're not going to do anything about this, this is a really easy way to make some money. Yeah, and of course, Disney is not affiliated with this directly. Right. Right? So they're just like, hey, this is as much of a surprise to us as it is to you. Uh, I personally feel I don't like the fact that I have to use another name. Like, what if I show up? You know, I'm brothers, though. I show up, and, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, Joe Cooper Polly. Uh, here for a reservation. The people are like, "Are you serious? Are you are you serious right now?" And you know, but his brother can't be named yeah, Joe Cooper Polly. Man, what's the problem? Now I can just see the the guy at the at the gate. But but you're you're black. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my meal, you dumb so. <laughs> I mean, it's, but I think that's that's the only. I mean, there's a lot of it that's. Um, you know, murky to me, but that's the main thing. Because now it's going to get to a point where you make a reservation. Now you're going to be carded. I can see that happening. Oh yeah, that's go- it's going to come to that where they're going to have to ID you, right, to make sure that you are really who you say you are. Exactly. And I, I don't like that. I mean, I go to a grocery store. And I'm sure this has happened to everybody at some point. Mm-hmm. It's flattering at first because you know I'm I am of age to drink, but you go to the grocery store, you got the beer, you know. Just like the cashier knows, you're not, you know, under 18, but they card you anyway. Well, and also part of being on vacation is like, look, I left my wallet in the room. What you going to do? Right. You're going to make me. Yeah, I'm I'm Joe Cooper Polly. You're going to make me go back to the Polly (laughs) to get my. You going to make Cooper Polly go back to the Polly? That's wrong. (laughs) I'm on vacation. Scan my magic band. Whatever you need to do. It is. Absolutely. isn't, Isn't that interesting, though, that, you know, couldn't we just scan our magic bands? Your magic band should match your um, your reservation. But uh, you know, it's funny that you you mentioned this escalating because think about it this way: a few months ago, this didn't exist. But what did exist were the ADR sniper, the dining uh, Disney dining buddy, and those basically would not hold a reservation. They would just let you know that the reservation was available. So they basically were scanning somehow. The, the reservations that were available and as soon as something came up you would get an alert but then you would have to still go log in get on and get the reservation now that was a small fee like six dollars or whatever see i think that's so BS. Now, so that was now escalated to we're gonna actually steal this reservation book it under a fake name 
and then you have to buy it from us. Well, yeah, and, so it's already escalated. That's the next logical progression from, hey, pay us a fee and we'll let you know the minute something comes up. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, yeah. then, you know, okay, that's... That's, that's a fighter's fee, basically. Exactly. So that's slightly morally not... It's ambiguous. Ambi it's ambiguous. Yeah. So once you start getting ambiguous, then the next guy who has slightly less moral <laughs> ambiguity <laughs> is going to take it a step further and a step further and beyond that. So, I mean, it's only going to get worse. I mean, like, like, let, me, let me throw this at you guys. Uh, do you think this is almost, a, to keep the uh, ambiguity scale in check, do you think this is almost like having a fast pass? If you will, no, because this is like a pay-for service. You're you're paying for the privilege of not having booked in advance, which, again, it, it's a problem that Disney themselves have have created. Mm. I mean, this is Disney's fault to 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 a very large extent. They have well, it's it's supply and demand. It's hype. It's uh. You know, it's it's the buildup of, oh, you have to eat here or you're not going to have a great vacation. Right. It's They've created like a Black Friday mentality where everyone, yes. this added emphasis on scheduling every aspect of your vacation in advance has people with this Black Friday mentality of, oh, my God, oh, my God, I got to get to this first. I got to make sure I got to be there at Rope Drop. I've got to hit this ride first. I've got to book my fast passes. It's actually 60 days in advance. I got to be there at the stroke of midnight. I got to make sure my ideas are all planned out 180 days in advance. I got to get all my fast passes in a scheduled loop so I get them done as quickly as possible so I can get to my next scheduled fast passes. When you create this mentality... Of, of, of having to have this kind of stuff done, yeah, you're creating a market for stuff like this. Okay. So Disney is completely at fault in, in helping to create this, and the only people that, of course, can keep this in check is Disney. The question is, do they want to? Because this is almost better for them. Yeah, you, you're assured that your restaurants will be filled. Well, not just that. You've just created... Well, I don't think they have a problem filling the restaurants. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's a guarantee. <laughs> You've just created an extra added exclusivity of these restaurants. So now they're even more desirable. The, 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 it's kind of like you talked about before where you're like it, the girl that didn't want to pay you any mind with the one bad eye. If she tells you no, you're like, I, I got no. Come on, let's do something. I could do better than that. Yeah. Now like, if it's that one restaurant. Even that, I've eaten at BR Guys. It's not that special. But because it's the one restaurant you can never get in, people are always trying to get into that thing. And now it's even more exclusive. So it, it, the harder it is to get into, the more people want it. Want to push it. Now, so this helps them in a way. Now, okay, now, so I guess you guys agree with, I'm not going to try to, I'm just reading this, but I don't want to go ahead and use this person's name because, you know, we don't know them or anything like that. But there's a lady who's apparently a teacher and is a part of a Disney, you know, fan panel. I'll, I'll leave it like that. And uh, she feels that people who use this service, and I love this word, by the way. I don't know if you read this, but I love this word. They're trying to circumnavigate the system. Like, I've never heard that word before. I think she means circumvent. Circum circumnavigate is when you go all the way around. I, I was just like, wow, that's a, I've never heard that word put like that. But, yeah. yeah I, it's, it seems to me like she was trying to use a bigger word to make herself sound uh, smarter. When well, circumvent a, means the same. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. She's a teacher, it says here. So, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. English teacher, probably. Okay. But uh, she feels that it's not fair to those who are trying to play by the rules. So... 
Well, there's a lot that's not fair but about it. But are there really rules for something like this? I mean, if it's a, if it's a, it's like this. Remember when we used to go to the movies in large groups? I'm not going to say nothing else past that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Right, right. So, like, we would go to the movies, but, like, it was the premiere of some movie. But not all of us could get there at the same time. Only two people could get there. So yes. what they would do is they would go ahead and one would sit, like they would be like 10 or 12 of us deep. So 10, 12 people were going to show up to see this movie. They're like, are you sure you're going to show up? Like, yeah, I'm showing up. I just have to go to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. These two people would show up to the movie early, sit on either side of the aisle and wait until everybody else showed up. Now, with that said, now, granted, everybody paid the ticket and everything like that, but is this kind of the same thing where, hey, you know, these two people showed up, blocked the aisle, you can't get in, but, hey, 12 more people are going to show up, even though they're later than the people who might have wanted to sit in that seat. And they were prime seats, too. It wasn't like we were in the back of the aisle or nothing right, like right. that. They were prime seats. So, you know, I don't think it's the same thing, but I think it's in the same ballpark. Mm. I, just like I think, like, the, the site that you were mentioning before, Lee, uh, where it's like you pay a fee – to a third party that monitors the Disney sites and alerts you as to when a, a reservation becomes available. Just as I think that is in the same ballpark. It's not as bad, but it's in the same ballpark. Right. Like, you know, like if you, it's like looking at diseases. Like this is like, you know, being able to book something in advance because they went online and booked a ton of reservations under false names to prevent other people from having them and then selling them back to the public. That's bad. That's really bad. That's like the, that's like the cancer. It's uh, like black market selling yeah. parts. But uh, if, if you were to equate it to a but disease, it, that would be equatable like cancer. The rest of this, though, is like equatable. Like there are people that go in there and literally book three or four different reservations for all these different restaurants across multiple days. And then as it gets closer, when they f start figuring out where they're going to be, they start dropping reservations. There's a lot of people who do that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not like having chicken. That's like having the co a cold. Well, I don't know. I would put that like <laughs> in the realm of like, yeah, it's like a flu. Or yeah. like you'll have travel agents that'll do the same thing. Where, where Like I think Lee had even spoken about it last time. We were like, hey, this new dining experience came available. And when it did, I just scooped it up for every one of my clients. And only one couldn't use it. So before most people knew about it, I already scooped up as many as I could. Mm -hmm. Again, competitive advantage. Lee. Right. And his clients. Right. Everybody else, eh. You got to wait till again, next year to take a shot. Maybe that's diabetes. I don't know. Every, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that there's, <laughs> yes, this is the worst you can do. But there are other symptomatic, there are people who like when they do like, um, like the Halloween party or the Christmas party and they release special exclusive theme park like merchandise right. for these events. They go running right to the stores, they buy up everything that they can, and they throw it all on eBay and mark it up. Yeah, that's like, again, it's like scalping pretty much. Exactly. But the difference is, again, for me, it's just the anonymous name thing. Now, let's say they were able to perfect the app so that they, they, they get everything ahead of a time, mm -hmm. and the only difference is, is you, you don't have to have you know, you know, the alias name it's your name. They just hey, they say, hey, look, boom, we got like a whole bunch of spots. What's your name? Are you going to pay the fee? They say yes. Boom. This is your actual name. Now, does that change the scope of what just happened? 
because now that's, that's just you know yeah, that's a very interesting uh, take on it because at that point you're just paying someone to make the reservation for you that you're doing the same thing that I do you're paying yeah. me I was gonna say to at make that the point reservation for you right but it, it could get to that point I was gonna say, but yeah right. at that point you kind of have to like okay I think most people who think in advance at that point in time would have already hired a travel agent. But now travel agents are going to be less inclined to be able to go ahead and get what they need to get because they're going to get on there trying to scoop up times for their clients. And they're going to not only going to be competing against other travel agents and other people trying to book their vacation, but against this anonymous site that is good, getting any and every reservation during a good time that they can get a hold of. Right, because it doesn't, it doesn't, it's, it's, it's technology yes. at that point. It's yeah. technology. Mm-hmm. They can still go ahead and just, you know, however they're, getting ahead of the system, they can still do that. But I think the problem with what you're saying is is that if it's 180 days out and you're aware that you're going 180 days out, if you want it, all you have to do is get up on in time to go ahead and get it or tell your travel agent, hire a travel agent, say, hey, 180 days out, make sure I've got X, Y, or Z. Yeah, if you're thinking ahead enough to do that, this app is for the people who didn't think ahead. So they're not going to be able to give their names because they didn't think ahead to say, hey, listen, here's my name. I'm Joe Blow. Make sure I have a reservation for this point. But, no, but you have you have the anonymous well, name thing. It's just once Joe Blow buys it and it's a, you know, and that's the other thing, though. It's not a guaranteed lock that right. you get it. You but, can't. Yeah. You can't directly transfer from Joe Blow to John Smith. You can't right. do that. And until you can do that. And Disney does not allow that i'm supposing which is why it isn't a guarantee that they can transfer reservations but somehow again and let's take this back to lee real quick for a second here because lee's been involved in some of these practices go ahead go ahead lee uh, made it a point of saying well can i ask you a question real quick though let me let me ask you this question last time i'll make the point yeah last time we were on the show you said that you had booked something for uh uh, Rick and Rick was going to be our guest, but Rick couldn't use it, and you were able to give that reservation over to another travel agent, and they went ahead and they booked it for their client. And yes, again, exactly. yeah. So I mean, that's something that you were able to go ahead and do. How were you able to pull that off to make sure that she got that reservation? Did you drop it and say, "Okay, go pick it up in five, four, three, two, one," or yes. were you able to transfer it? No, no. That's exactly what you have to do. So. You have to then, you know, if you've got two people working together, then I would say, okay, I'm about to drop it. Make sure you're logged into your client's information, and I'm dropping it now. Go look for it. Okay. So, you know, you cannot actually transfer it from person A to person B. And what I'm saying is that, you know, (laughs) this site does this, and people are are, are reacting badly to this site. But, I mean, they're not the only people who do this. They're the only ones who are very blatant about the fact that, hey, we'll, we'll do it for money. You know, yeah. which is an well, added thing here. How do you go ahead and trust a company that's saying, hey, we are lying. We are liars. We dishonorably make reservations <laughs> under false names. And if you pass money, we swear your credit card information is safe. Safe. You will get the reservation <laughs> once you show up. We're good, honest people. We're, we're, we're <laughs> Koopa Polly is a great last name. We only lie to Disney. But, uh, Lee, you had a point to make. Go ahead. Well, the, the point I was going to make is that there's a big difference between a travel agent who has three clients traveling that week who she needs to make dining reservations for, and they're going to book up three Cinderella Royal Tables or, you know, a Cinderella's and a Be Our Guest, and a company that's going to get every single reservation they can get their hand on. Right. 
You know, I'm not if now I don't know. I'm sure there are people that will do this, but I'm not going to book six different days of Cinderella's Royal Table. Right. I know they're going to be at Magic Kingdom on Tuesday and Magic Kingdom on Thursday. So I'm going to see if I can get Cinderella's Table for those two days or I'm going to get it on Wednesday and move their Magic Kingdom day over to Wednesday or whatever. But I'm not going to get them six different reservations to Cinderella's Royal Table that week. I just I, I don't operate like that. It's not. I don't know. I don't think I could anyway. By the time I get to two, the other ones are going to be gone. Well, but, that, that's the thing. You know, I'm going to get the ones for my clients, and that's it. Whereas they're going to get every single one that they can get their, their hands on. Right. But there again, though, then you're talking about, again, we're not, we're not making the argument that both are equal. We're saying right. that one is, it'd be like, again, stealing $200 as opposed to stealing $20. You know, <laughs> it's still it, money. Yeah, though. It, it's, it's, it's still the principle of the thing. And, and that's not to say that, you know, again, it's not to say that all everyone has gamed the system at some point in time. I remember back in the day that used to be an understanding that I didn't I wasn't privy to. But then somebody hit me to it and I used it, which was when if you got the paper fast passes and you you didn't have to be there at the exact time they said return between A and B. Right. You could show well, that up. was more Disney being not not enforcing their policy, though. No way. We gotta well, let, let finish it. Finish it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, but yeah, Lee, Lee kind of finished it for yeah. me in the sense that, yeah, okay. At that point in time, it's like, yeah, the unofficial policy was because everybody could always claim, "Hey, I got stuck at such and such," or we had to go to back to the right. room because the kid was crying, or we had to right. do this, and you could raise a fuss. Now you scan the magic band, the little thing lights red, and they're like, "I'm sorry, so there's nothing we can do." Um, so yeah, I mean, there used to be a thing where they just let you in and people game the system that way. People would also, um, game the system, uh, in other ways. I mean, you would have people that circumnavigate it, <laughs> circumnavigate. It's such a phony a, word, but cool word. It's a cool word, but it, it, it again, it doesn't Circum, have anything. Circum, circum Disney navigators. <laughs> circum WDW. It's like you start at one place and you go have to go all the way around and get back. No, no, they didn't go all the way around to get back. They just went. A different path. I know where I'm going. It's a circle. I know where I'm going. <laughs> well, you know, but, you can also say the same thing for, you know, you've got a client that thinks they may want to stay at the poly, you know, three months from now. Well, let's go ahead and put, you know, uh, a courtesy hold on that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's still tying up the inventory for someone that could have used it. But, you know, you have some amount of good faith that that, that client is going to stay at that resort and they just need to make a decision on it. So you put a hold on it. And yeah, someone else might have wanted it right then and they might have paid for it, but you do have the right to put that hold on it. But that's also working within Disney's policies. Well, yeah, but uh, the other thing I was going to bring up with regards to uh, gaming the system was you know, there used to be that whole thing where if you were disabled or, or you were in a wheelchair for any reason whatsoever, Disney was not permitted to question why you were in that wheel. Even if they saw you get in a wheelchair, run over to the wheelchair, hop in, they had to just let you ride in at the front of the ride. A lot of people took advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people take advantage of the baby swap thing. Oh, my, my wife's over there with the kid. Give me a baby swap. You know, people take advantage of things oh, all the time. Oh, thank God you, you explained it because, like, man, people swapping babies. Now, that's just rough. <laughs> I don't look. That ain't. Don't don't reserve that. Don't reserve that. Don't and reserve babies so you go ahead and have a good dinner. I just <laughs> not a fan of that. And again, I'm not trying to claim that everything that I'm saying here is as bad as what these guys are doing. Clearly, this is the worst, and this is something that is so unacceptable that you have to put an end to it. But it also is a symptom of a deeper problem. What well, problem is that? It's supply, it's supply and demand. 
it's, there's only so much supply, and and Disney has created a tremendous demand. Yeah, but they've also created ways to circumnavigate their own system. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what I was just saying with the with the fast pass thing. You, you are know? really working on getting circumnavigated to everything. I love it. You know, I mean, again, if you're somebody, you stand in line, like like this teacher said, you're trying to play by the rules. Hey, look, hey, little Johnny, you know, husband, wife, let's hurry up and get to such and such ride before the park closes. You stand in line or you want to see your favorite character. You go ahead, you stand in line, you wait. And, you know, that's to build the experience. But Disney themselves made a system that says, hey, you can either stand in line or you can do A, B, C, or D and then beat that line. So, again, is this something where, like you said, there's a, there's a deeper symptom to the problem? Could it be the fact that they introduce these different models into their own system? So somebody could easily just be inspired by that and, you know, say, hey, well, boom. It is the same thing as, like, you know, just fast passing it. Of course, you don't have but your own name. They're not I, selling yeah. fast passes. Huh? <laughs> they're not selling fast passes. That's the difference. Yeah, but again, even but it's, it, a, it's different saying? moral standards. It's different. It's like, okay, it's okay to do that, but at least I'm not selling it. It's like, okay, what you're saying is like, eh, my moral standards say that this isn't such a bad thing. But what I'm saying is, yeah, it's, it's Turning it's without signaling is not as bad as drunk driving, clearly. Right. But they're both illegal. <laughs> right, right. That's what I'm saying. If you have something that, let's put it like this. The app is crazy, right? Yes. But let's say. And they absolutely need to shut it down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, but let's just you know, play devil's advocate here, right? Let's yeah. just say you have, you have a guy that says, all right, we're going to go to Disney. His wife agrees, right? She says, yeah, oh, if we could only go to this restaurant, that'd be like, you know, that'd be the best. But he can't, he can't do it. Because it's too late. The, you know, the reservations you know, have hit. Now, if this thing is the only app that allows him to go ahead and get a, the meal, because it doesn't do anything else, right? I mean, it's not like it, like you say, it doesn't cause any cancer. It right. doesn't harm anybody. It just pisses people off who are waiting for the time to get their own reservation. But well, it causes harm from the sense that it creates a more uh, less supply and more demand. People who are getting on there to try and get it through legit means can't get it. So you better jump this way. Sometimes you sometimes you want to you know you want to get a heart. You know sometimes you go through the hospital and say hey look there's a candidate who's in worse shape than you. You don't get the heart, but you may have to go to to some other land or some other area just to keep your own survival intact. Well, but I mean, it's a little extreme example. It is. But, but you see what I'm saying, you know? Well, I, but the point I was trying to make is you're trying to make it sound like, well, it doesn't cause any harm. What I'm saying is it does cause legit harm to their business model. In other words, what it is is the idea of, hey, listen, come over here. We've cl- created this exclusivity. To where our stuff is so cool and so awesome that you gotta you gotta do it. In order to do it, you gotta get on at 180. But if you've gamed the system to where p- normal people can't get on there, they're gonna be upset. They're like, "Well, I got on there 180 days out. How come that I couldn't?" Is that that is the issue, Danny? That is mm-hmm. the bottom line. Is that now you can't even get it at 180. Right. And if this site is successful in what they're doing, they're just going to create copycat sites who are like, well, if these guys are going to make money and Disney's not going to stop it, and I can make a couple extra bucks, why not? 
and, and that's why they absolutely 100% have to shut it down. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to see them just shut this site down. I don't think that that fixes the problem. Okay, I was going to my, that was gonna get to my next question. What do you guys think Disney should do about the situation that, I mean, they, they're, they're involved, but they're not involved. We've covered a bunch of different, you know, yes. philosophies about it. So now they're like, okay, our people are mad. We got somebody that's, you know, talking to the Orlando Sentinel, throwing out words like circumnavigate. This is bad. <laughs> this is bad. So what can they do exactly to stop it? Do they send a cease and desist letter? You know, do they send Mickey Mouse over to these people's like place of business with a bat? I mean, like they just have to cre- they have to change their own business model. That, that's all they have to do. I mean, they can go ahead and, and try and do that kind of thing. But the easiest and quickest way to go ahead and do this is to change their own business model. And they will effectively stamp this out. You know, for instance, um, this is what I would do if I was them. If I was them, this is what I would do. OK. First thing I would do is I would I would make it to where. You, you have it to where guests who are staying on property and have elected to participate in the dining plan has first priority. You know, those are the people that should be able to book 180 days out. If you've already booked a reservation where you're staying at the poly and you've elected into the dining plan, which means you're not leaving. It means every meal that you're going to have is going to be on Disney property. You should have priority. Locals should not be able to book 180 days out. Your standard average person should not be able to hook 180 days out. I'm not even sure that these... I, I think, like I said, this doesn't protect people like us who just found out a couple of months ago, uh, a month ago that we were going. Right. I would think, like, you know, 90 days out is more than enough time to schedule out. 180 days is too much. Six, having to think six months in advance of your vacation is way too much. And that's a serious bill for a $50 dollars drink. Yeah. So I would say 90 days in advance is open explicitly and only to those people who are staying on property and have elected to participate in the dining plan. Okay, so 90-day policy. Boom. All right, daddy's got that. Second, what? and then like, uh, oh, there's well, a, what? No, no, the so second part of this. That's only the people that, that are in the dining plan. You can still stay on property, not have the dining plan. And, and, and you, don't get it, you don't get to do that. You, you don't, don't get to eat? No, no, no. If you're staying on property and you didn't elect to participate in the dining plan, again, you don't get first priority for dining. What I would do is I would give those people, like, you know. They could walk to the restaurant and be like, hey, can we have a reservation? You get like, 85. Right okay, let's say those people get 85 days out, okay? So if you're, staying on, if you're staying on property and you didn't elect to participate in the dining plan, 85. You get 85 days out. If you elect to not stay on property, you're a local, you're an annual pass holder, you get 80 days out, you can book your reservation. And then the next thing I would do if I was Disney to kill all the rest of this nonsense is I would create my own app that basically is a wait list and says, okay, look, if you couldn't get on to get Ohana at seven o'clock on a Friday, enter your name, enter the size of your party, we'll email you the minute the reservation is available. The minute another guest drops a reservation. You got to legalize marijuana is what you got to do. That's how you take it away from the drug cartels. Mm-hmm. If you legalize marijuana, more people are going to show up to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you, it's prohibition. You take away the, the legality and you make it like, okay, well, that's a good system. I like that system. We'll implement that ourselves. Yes. Okay, so we will notify our guests. Of men, okay, I'm sorry. Ohana is not available, but enter in your party size and we'll email you up to, you know, 
10 days prior to your trip when if ohana becomes available or whatever however it works out and then they email you i'm sorry we just had a cancellation would you like to book ohana for you know four o'clock on a friday whatever next up on the list exactly okay. create your own app where you can go ahead and do that get rid of all these sites these third-party sites that are making money off of how exclusive you've made this stuff and you still keep your exclusivity but at the same time, you've opened it up to where other sites aren't making money off of you. People feel like, okay, well, this is fair. I didn't get mine in, but I'm on the waiting list. So hopefully when somebody cancels, I'll get in there. And that way, you know, it, it helps. It, it, to me, at least, it helps make it a little bit fairer. Okay. Now, so, now, Lee, I pose the same question to you. Do you, uh, do you agree with the 80 to 85 to 90 day policy and the exclusivity of the website that puts it out there? Well, I think that's a that's probably the best idea I've heard yet was what Danny said. Like, take just kill them with their own technology. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let's just use what they're using, but we'll give it to our guests and we won't charge them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, or maybe you give that you give that waiting list opportunity to people who are on the dining plan. Something like that. Yeah, um, I think you have to cater to people on the dining plan because, I mean, again, if you're staying on site and you're not participating in the dining plan, what that tells me is that you're not planning to eat all your meals on property. If you're planning to eat all your meals on property, you've gone above and beyond in, in giving us your money. So let's make sure you're taken care of. Okay. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Wow. And, you know, I don't have any issue with them scanning my magic band to make sure that my name is the name on the reservation as well. I don't have any issue with that as either, but my only problem with that is it doesn't stop the sites from saying, okay, we booked yeah, all these reservations. We'll under your name. Yeah, now we're going to drop it and three, two, one, and you get it. You know, that kind of thing, it, it doesn't stop that, you know. And also, it's going to take a little while before your average Joe realizes, oh, wait a minute, that didn't work. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, there's always trial and error in technology, yeah. absolutely. And not, and to be honest with you, not everyone is going to have a magic band. Right. So what you guys are so. basically saying is Disney should just probably hire these people, work for them, take their sites <laughs> off, and then tell them exactly what to do. And then that way, you know, you know, it's all good. I made, I made this reference in our fantasy football league. I mean, in order, if you're thinking about making something for the general public good, you think about the best possible results, but in order, there's always going to, like Lee said, like this is part supply, and, the, the, the problem with this is supply and demand. And that is true. But there's also a part of it to where your average everyday person is always going to look for a way to game the system. It's always going to look for a way to get more. How do I get the most out of this? How can I exploit this to, to my advantage to where I can get more out of this? That's, that's Darwinism on a technical level. Right. And, and, and to catch a thief, you have to think like a thief. And the people who are setting these policies aren't thinking like thieves. And so you need somebody to come in and say, well, this is what you didn't think of, is that people will just book these reservations and then give them to somebody else for a profit. Oh, wow. Shoot. Yeah, you're right. We didn't think of that. So how do we counteract it? And they can do one of two things. They can send a cease and desist letter to this site and shut them down, but this problem is going to persist. Or they can look at how they do this as a whole. And Lord knows there's a reason that they make you make six dining six months in advance. I'm sure they're not getting rid of that. But, uh, yeah, I do think that that's a, that's a huge – again, it, it shouldn't – 
it shouldn't work to our disadvantage. If we're staying on property and we're participating in your meal plan, we shouldn't be like, okay, we found out about four months ago where we were going. Are we good? <laughs> no, nope. you're not good. Then at that point in time, then I want a site like this. I want a site like this who's going to go ahead and say, yeah, well, you weren't good, but we looked out for you. Yeah, see, that's a, it's, it's, it's a catch Because Disney's too. not. Disney wants you to know a year in advance that you're going. The only other thing that uh, I can throw in there is this. Um, to use some of our past episodes uh, terms, since, you know, circumnavigate, I'm wearing it out, plus it, plus the restaurant. <laughs> go ahead. If it's, if it's that big of a deal that you got to book it 180 days in advance, and then this app is coming in, and that's like um, more people that aren't real people that gotta, you know, buy the reservation to be real people. Make the fucking restaurant bigger. I mean, <laughs> that, that what I mean, they're changing everything else there. Mm-hmm. They're taking out all the other attractions that people our age liked, so that younger people can enjoy. just make the restaurant that much bigger, or and make more restaurants. Make more restaurants that serve that's, better food. That's a better idea because I mean, like Cinderella's Royal Table, you're not gonna make that any bigger. Right. You're not, I mean, the, the castle's the size it's going to be. You know, but uh, you add the Jungle Cruise place in there. Mm-hmm. You add a couple of other dining experiences in there. And, yeah, you, you're going you're gonna to kill some of that a bit. But, well, yeah. But Disney not, doesn't want to do that because then all of a sudden it's not as... you got to hire more princesses. you got to hire more waiters. Yeah. you got to hire, you know, then it's a payroll issue. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, this isn't like Dave and Buster's. You know what I mean? Like, they, <laughs> they, 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 if they've, they've bought... Every media form of entertainment you could possibly think of. You mean to tell me they can't add like an extra 180 tables? You know what I mean? Like you mean to tell me they can't go ahead and just make the the, the square area bigger? Because like what y'all both said makes perfect sense. But like you said, this is going to happen again. If if somebody's always going ahead, going to go ahead and find a way to break a hole in the system. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, and if it's a thing of supply and demand, like I, I agree with that, then hey, boom! If the demand is that big, make the supply that much bigger. But like I said, you can't necessarily. Okay, it's like Cinderella's Royal Table. It takes place within the Magic Kingdom's castle. It mm-hmm. takes place in Cinderella's castle. You can't make the dining in there any bigger unless you, like, add an extra floor, which I don't know that you could necessarily do. Outside dining. <laughs> I mean, but again, it's really restaurants. I'll just say this. Restaurants are pretty much about the ambiance mm-hmm. and the look of things. You know, well, it's the appearance of well, something. Not just that, though, because, like, the be- I, to this day, I think the best restaurant on property is Narcoozies. You sit there, you eat right in the water, seafood. Very nice. F- f- surf and turf, you could do both. It's really, really, really good. And you can pretty much get that whenever you want to. But because well, uh, of the exclusivity that comes with... Be our guest. The idea of, of, of eating where Beauty and the Beast. You can't just recreate that any, area. Is exactly. What you're you can't just have like, uh, we'll just put it in a second castle. Well, shoot, they're <laughs> rebooting the movies. And I reboot a restaurant. Well, look, they could, they could always go Anything's ahead. possible. It's your house. Okay, you got to think of it like that. It's your house. Like, we are right now, we're in your house, right? If you wanted to go ahead and put in a dinosaur playground in your backyard, we can't stop you from doing that. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's their place. You know, they can add an extra bathroom. You know what I mean? They can go ahead and set up whatever they need. They can create another character that, you know, totally breaks the imagination of every person that sees the movie and then make something 
that is attributed to that, and then everybody can you know flock that over. A, a so you're years. saying that all they need to do is make a new character, create a <laughs> new experience that people want to go see, then build the experience for them to go ahead and. But that's what I'm saying is that you can't. Just believe me, that's easy to try to track you, you guys just, on the but, app. But yeah, but you can't just build two beast castles. There's one beast castle. Gaston's you, place. You, yeah, you, you plus that. You would have to go ahead and build, uh, you know, this is now Rapunzel's castle. Now come eat it with Rapunzel, that kind of thing. Now, is Rapunzel the same thing as eating in the ballroom or beating the beast dance? Probably not. It's it's all in how the... But it gives it gives you options, though. It does. The more options, the better. But at the same time, like, you know, I've noticed and, 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 and I brought this up to Lee before that with everyone clamoring to go back to Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella's Royal Table is easier to get than ever. Cinderella's Royal Table used to be tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's, here's an interesting thing. I'll give you an example. Uh, I have a client that just booked this week who's traveling on September 28th. So they're leaving in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, there is not one character meal not one princess meal available right. in the entire week that they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, you can chalk it up to, well, that's your fault. You know, you can't, you can't plan a Disney vacation to leave in two weeks and expect to get a lot of stuff. That's true. But I could not even get a dining reservation in Hollywood Studios. Jeez. Not, not anything. Not sci-fi, not 50s, not nothing. All the, this is what was available for their Hollywood Studio Day, an 8:30 reservation at Mama at Mama Melrose, and an 8:40 reservation at uh, Brown Derby. That's it. Wow. It's like, but how many more restaurants could you even put in Hollywood Studios? You can't. You, you, you can't. know, I mean, the, 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 you can't. You can't. At that point, it's hard to even blame it on Disney. It's like, well, you've got five restaurants in the park. What more do you want? You, yeah, you can't. Bo- you can't blame it on them. But what you can say is, is that. You've basically, again, created this Black Friday mentality here, which yeah. is, you know, th- this whole idea that if you want something, you got to get on there in advance to go ahead and do it. And you've just justified the need for the existence of something like this, something like this Diz Dining Agent. Now, that ju- that's the perfect thing, because why should these guys be penalized? Because they didn't realize they were going to come into a lot of extra money at a certain period of time. And at that time, it just so happened to coincide with a good time to take off of work. If that mm-hmm. happens, and September is not known to be a busy month. Right. <laughs> it's not even a busy month. Right. So if that happens and all those factors play in, yeah, why shouldn't you have the ability to go ahead and book something if you can get it? And for that, that to me only justifies the existence of something like this as something to where it's right. useful. The only reason to, to, to have to say that it's useful, but you got to shut it down is because now you're, if, if they're successful, other people are going to copycat their success. And then that, that's going to greatly inhibit what people can do. So yeah, I mean, which, you, what you've outlined there is, um, kind of frightening to be quite honest with you. It's, it's, it's amazing. I, I was surprised myself. I'm not, I didn't expect to get character dining. I really didn't. I said, okay, you know, you're booking two weeks out. There's not going to be any character dining. I've already, I'd already reserved myself to the back. But when I couldn't get not one decent reservation for Hollywood Studios, yeah, a park, a park that's half shut down already. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, could you get anything like on the like like at the California Grill, Ohana, Nakuzi? No, nothing like that. Nothing with not Nakuzi's, Citrico's. Um, what I actually booked for them was Citrico's. I booked uh, Kona. I was able to get Kona. 
mm-hmm. and one other one that was actually pretty good. Uh, it's escaped my mind right now, but it was actually it was a decent. Uh, oh, the wave. Okay. The wave. That's but in the contemporary, yeah. You know, yeah, and none of those are going to be you know you would expect to sell out, of course. But it's right. all good meals. It's all good dining. You know, I take the wave over Chef Mickey's as far as food goes any day. I would take the, the, the food that you just described over most of those restaurants. The only, the only right. distinction between those restaurants and um, the ones that you couldn't get was that the, you know, the, di- the, the difference between dining in the park and out of the park. And I tend to find that the restaurants on the monorail loop outside of the park are better than the ones uh, within oh, the park. So, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, let me ask you that. I'm going to ask you guys this last question, and then I would pose this question to the Mohican tribe out there to go ahead and, you know, chime in on Facebook, Twitter, however. If there was one restaurant, one restaurant that you could pick that you had to use the service for, which one would it be? Or would you even use the service to get into that place if you couldn't, okay, couldn't so get into it? Us personally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't... Uh, it's hard for me to say that I would pay for any dining reservation. There's just too many options. I just know of too many other options that I'd rather just go to Epcot. I mean, that was a thing too. Like uh, when I was going back to that same client, we could get stuff in Epcot all day long, which was you know. But there's so many choices in World Showcase. Um, so the first answer I would say is that I don't think I would use it. I, I there's just too many other options if you just really. You know, but I've been to Disney five, six, seven, eight times. You know, Miss Lastavica says, that, "Hey, I want to eat here." Between, you like yeah. not using the service. There's a the difference service. between me and the person that's going this one time. And you know, let's be honest: when you go for the first time and you realize how much it costs to go, you think in your mind that's the only time you're ever going to go to Disney. You, in your mind, you're like, "There's no way I'll ever be able to afford to go to Disney again." Now we find a way to do it, but <laughs> that first time is tough, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you got that right. So. If you think it's the only time you're ever going to go to Disney and you can't get one character meal, then you might be tempted to use something like this. Absolutely. Now, now again, me personally, no, because I know that I'm going to be back in a couple of years. I'll be back next year. Or if I can't get X, I'll get Y and Z. It's no problem. As long as I got something good to eat, I'm happy. Okay. Um, so no particular place makes you. Yeah, I, I honestly design. can't okay. think. I mean, if you if you force me to say something, I might say Ohana just because. That's probably like my favorite restaurant right now. I, I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to force anybody. I'm just posing no, the question. No, but I mean, you no, made me make a choice. Yeah. I would. I would probably go with Ohana. I understand what he's but, saying. Yeah, I would. No, I'm with that. I'm just saying, like, you know, if you were to use the service. Yeah, if I was, yeah. if I was to make a choice, I would. I would probably go with Ohana just because that's a lot of bang for your buck. Oh, <laughs> no argument there. I've won quite a few eating contests there myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. Uh, you know, I, I'm with Lee. I would probably never use this service ever under any circumstance. Not, not just because of the fact that, you know, it, 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 my moral standards are a little bit, uh, above this, you know, I, 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 I don't think that this is the right way to go about things. But beyond that, I wouldn't even trust this site with my money. I mean, again, like I said before, this is a site that, commits fraud on a daily basis over and over again by lying about, you know, we have this many people who are coming to your restaurant and they set these phony reservations up when you, there's no honor amongst thieves. So I wouldn't even trust these people with my money. 
How do I know they're not going to steal my reservations? <laughs> How do you know they, they're going to use your name and <laughs> yeah, give yeah, to somebody yeah, else? Okay. Exactly. So uh, I wouldn't trust them. But again, if there was one restaurant that I couldn't get a hold of that I would want to make a, a booking on, I don't know that that restaurant exists. Okay. I really don't. But if, if there was such a restaurant, it would probably be California Grill. Okay. All right. So you like Flavor Flav said, don't I've trust I've never been it. to California no. Grill either, so that might, that might sway me that way too. Okay. Yeah, California Grill is, is one of those I think that you, everyone should do at least once. Uh, it, it's beautiful. It's wonderful, especially to get it during wishes when the fireworks are going off and everything. It's it's a great place to go to, but at the same time, I've been there a couple of times, so if I didn't get it, I don't know that I would feel the need to be like, hey, you know, let me just hand my credit card over to a bunch of people that, you know, I lie. trust this app. <laughs> it's yeah. always true. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. So, yeah, like. Again, like Public Enemy said, don't trust it. You can't circumnavigate around that. I understand right. that. Well, again, to the uh, to the tribe out there, this question is still posed to you. Would you use this service uh, in general? And is there a restaurant of some sort that would put you in the spot to where you would feel the need to use this if the circumstances were dire enough? So with that said, I think we good. We good? We good. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up another exciting episode of MOW. This is show 93. Again, Kevin is out there making some musical magic for his show, Living the Dream. Good one on you, Kevin. Um, I was honored to help uh, in hosting the show. And thank you guys out there in the Mawika Nation for making that possible. So uh, with that said... Anytime you need to get in touch with us, because we always love hearing from what you guys have to say, whether you agree, disagree, have something else you want us to cover, attack, or you just think we're just that funny that you just got to tell us that we're that funny, we're good with that. You can always reach us uh, many ways, tons of ways. We've got a website, www.magicourway.com, where you can go ahead and listen to past episodes if there's just that warning, like, hey, you out there at the water cooler, you got to hear this one. Go ahead and show it out to them. We got an email address, magicourway.gmail.com. You can reach us at SpeakPipe, which is www.speakpipe.com slash magicourway. I mean, we got phone numbers. You, you know the spiel, so I, you, and you know the deal, okay? Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram. I mean, look, if they made it, we're on it. Okay, this is 93 Shows. You know what we do. You know what we're about. Artists doing it for artists. Anybody want to go ahead and have something to say, you are more than welcome. The red carpet for Magic Highway is always open for somebody to go ahead and have something to say. And we welcome to hear your opinions all the time. I mean, you can find us on Libsyn, iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry. I mean, any way you want, that's where you can find us. So please... Always chime in with your opinions because they're always welcome. All right. With that said, Danny, thanks again for uh, running everything there with the electrical stuff because I did not want to touch any of those buttons. Oh, no problem. Appreciate that. Uh, always a good time. And Lee, Lee Lostavica, you want to go ahead and let the people know who you are, where you come from. Yes, sir. Thank you, uh, as always, to all the Moicans for the support. So if you want to book a trip, just email me. That's the easiest way to reach me, lee at magicourway.com. 
Call me directly at 832-570-5490. Be sure and check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And uh, as always, remember that a portion of your booking goes to Girl Power to Cure. Um, they are looking for a uh, cure for Rett syndrome. And that we support them uh, with every booking you get. Uh, through the agency, we get uh, put a little bit in their pocket. So thanks for the support, and you guys uh, appreciate everything. There you go. Good man for a good cause. Do what we can to help everybody out. And again, and Lee will book anybody, even if he's his moral even if I don't, sworn yeah, even if enemy. My, I will help you. <laughs> if you're my sworn enemy, I still will book you. Yes. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yes. He's, he's your friend. Just don't race him. There you go. Uh, me, hey, again, you know, you know the stories about the glory, Project Geisha. That's, that's me, Eli. Uh, you can find some art that I have on the website, www.ivycomics.com. I personally apologize. Some people have been trying to go ahead and uh, get a hold of the book uh, through that site. I am totally revamping that site completely. But in the meantime, if you need to go ahead and get a whole of that book. Let me tell you something. 60 pages, fully colored, no ads. You know, there's nothing about if somebody kicks sand in your face, you turn to Hercules. There's nothing about sea mm-hmm. monkeys in there. Nothing like that. It's straight, colored, action, drawn by me, inked by another artist, colored by another artist. And guess what? I know you guys have heard this before, but I'll say it again. There's some extra content pages in there. That was a project called The Floodgates that both Danny and I worked on. So you're not just supporting me, you're supporting Danny as well. And I know you guys love to support Danny as much <laughs> as you love to support me because we're all a tribe together, doing the thing, making the dream happen. I love America. <laughs> so, uh, again, with that, thank you guys for enjoying the show. Again, thank you for allowing me to host uh, for a bit. Kevin will still be making some musical magic, but he will be back. So with that being said, magic out.